0: Lakers lose 96-94 to to the Miami Heat. Lakers now sitting on the season 22-9, and uh, tied with the Los Angeles Clippers with the second-best record in the Western Conference. Phoenix and Portland right on their heels. Phoenix at 19-10, and Portland at 18-10. and This is uh, definitely one of those games I think we'll look back on. Uh, Lakers had a chance there at the end. Uh, tough loss for the Lake Show. To be honest, I can't be mad at the Lakers in this one. I, I really actually thought they fought. You know, there are certain games that we get a chance to listen to on the broadcast, we watch on TV, and there's certain games you walk away and say, Lakers could have played better. They could have done better. They could have executed better. Where's the effort? How come it takes them so long to get going at the end of the first quarter, second quarter, whatever the case is? Um, I thought the Lakers were undermanned in this one. I-, I did not expect them to beat the Miami Heat. Miami had all their guns. Um, I know Goran Drog- uh, Dragic was not there, but Kendrick Nunn put up 27 and played 40 minutes for the Miami Heat. Um this one was uh, th- this is a tough loss for the Lakers, uh, as we always do. I do want to open up the phone line. So if you got some thoughts on on tonight's game, if you got some thoughts on the final couple final possessions, 710 ESPN. I do want to give my thoughts on this uh, as far as those final couple of possessions. Lakers were very fortunate to have a shot there to actually win the game. That steal by LeBron James pokes the ball away from Jimmy Butler on an inbounds play. Um, and then LeBron eventually gets it back. They pretty much double him, which is the right thing to do, and and force Alex Caruso to take a three. That that's kind of a pet a possession where everybody's scrambling, and you just take the best shot that you possibly can. And I did think that the Lakers got an incredible incredible look there. Um, but that's not the possession I'm I'm disappointed in. The possession I'm disappointed in was Lakers were down two. I want to say it was 94-92 and um, had the ball with about 25 seconds left. Wesley Matthews takes a three in that possession. LeBron never touched the ball. That's the one possession that I would look at and say, how does LeBron not touch the ball? And I'm not a fan of taking threes when you're down two. Um, You know, I I think the Lakers, unless it's a clean uh, look, and I'm not saying that Wesley Matthews, that wasn't a great look, but if you're Miami's defense, you're saying to yourself, LeBron doesn't touch the ball. LeBron never touches the ball in that final possession. We will take our chances and they did. Wesley Matthews, Matthews missed the 3 and then of course like I mentioned uh we had the 3 missed by Alex Caruso there towards the end. Um so not an ideal couple of possessions for the Lakers. Miami made a lot of mistakes there towards the end. Like I mentioned I, I'm a little surprised that that this was even a game towards the end simply because Lakers were outman number 1. Miami has um you know certainly had a uh, uh Pretty comfortable lead throughout the game. I mean, I don't think you ever felt like, if you're Miami, I don't think you ever felt like you were going to lose the game up until those last couple of possessions or so. So the final score, ninety six, ninety four. Let me uh, let me take a couple quick phone calls here, and then we'll make sure we'll start lining up players, coach, and, and everybody else. Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, what's going on? What What do you think of tonight's game?
1: I wasn't happy. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I'm still angry, and there's a couple of reasons. Um, you know, first off. LeBron is okay to have a bad game. He was one for seven for three. His last six games, he's shooting 21% from three. He was off tonight. I can accept that. But the end of the game, matter of fact, more than the end of the game, when Matthews, who's two for seven for three, and Gasol, who's two for six for three, have more minutes than Harold, who's seven for 12. He wasn't in the game at the end. He was the only guy that they couldn't stop, along with, Kuzma, I have no idea what they were thinking. That was some bad coaching. It's amazing that they were in this game when LeBron was this bad, and they're missing their two starters.
0: But B- by, the way, by, the, by the way, by the by the way, Ken, I can't argue with you on the uh, Montrez Harrell. I, I I was trying to figure out, and I appreciate you calling in. I'm going to take a couple more phone calls as well. Um, Montrez Harrell tonight. You know, for those who are driving around, you're listening on the app. Uh, Montrez had. 24 minutes, 18 points, and 10 rebounds. And I actually like him going up against Bam Adebayo. I like those two bangers, you know, going at each other. And Bam Adebayo is going to have a size advantage, but you don't look at Bam Adebayo as Hakeem Olajuwon, and he's going to go in and put 35 on you down low. So I don't think, you know, there's certain things I think you could um, not pay as much attention to. What I did think what was happening, what I thought was, at one point, I thought the reason why... Um, you know, Marcus All was in the game. Lakers were down and if LeBron was spread around with shooters, that was kind of the idea on the concept and, and I thought that's why they were doing it. Um, but listen, I, I it's kind of tough for me to be critical on the Lakers because I, I actually don't think they should have really been all in this game. Um, I thought Miami had plenty of opportunities to end the game. they didn't and Lakers just kind of hung around and almost found a way to win. Let me grab a, another quick call here. Mohammed, who's calling on the uh, 10 freeway. What's going on? Thank you for calling in.
1: Hey, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that uh, Schroeder is such an important piece to our team. Absolutely. And uh, it's just it was just so clear in games like today where Kendrick Nunn can go off. And Schroeder, because he's such a good defender and he's so competitive, like games like this is actually where he would shine and where I think we're a big difference between us this year and last year is with him and sort of uh the kind of uh, competitive nature he has with a guy like Kendrick Nunn, you know what I mean?
0: Muhammad, let me go back to to the game and I appreciate you calling in. Let me go back to the game on Thursday. Lakers played Brooklyn. A pregame show, Coach Vogel was talking about how excited he was to have um he he was incredibly excited to have uh, Kyrie, Dennis Schroeder go up against Kyrie Irving. So one of the things that you thought, one of the things that you thought was, okay, hey, what a matchup that's going to be, Dennis Schroeder versus Kyrie. This one tonight as well, Dennis Schroeder makes an incredible impact. I mean, I-, I tweeted out before the game because we heard uh, Coach mention that he was going to miss the next three games, including this one. Yeah, that's that's an incredibly tough stretch for the Lakers. Lakers got Washington coming up on Monday, and people are going to think, oh, this is going to be a blowout. No, it won't. It will be a close game because you got Bradley Beal. You have Russell Westbrook. You got some stars, obviously, for the Washington Wizards, and they're going to think we can hang in this game because the Lakers are missing their second-best player and their third-best player. One of those guys, obviously, top three in the entire world and the best two-way player in the NBA. The other one, Dennis Schroeder, uh, just think about what happens to the Lakers. Dennis Schroeder comes out. That was 24 points that, that you took out um, when the Lakers played the Minnesota Timberwolves, and you're plugging that in with Wesley Matthews. That's a significant difference. People are going to think I'm making excuses. Uh, Devin in LA. Devin, what's going on? Appreciate you calling in. Pete's Lakers Lakers postgame show. Hey, what's going on, Sleewa? Can you hear me okay, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling.
2: No worries, bro. It's always a pleasure. All right, I got three issues with the Lake Show, and I'm a diehard Laker and always will bleed purple and gold. But uh, number one, my number one issue is I- I'm trying to figure out what- what's our Lakers' identity this season. It, it seems we just have a lack of identity as a team. I mean, Brooklyn, you know, their lack of defense or what have you, but you know they're an offensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um I don't want to go through the list, but hopefully you understand the point. Number two is coaching. I love Frankie V, but it doesn't seem like the Lakers look crisp at all offensively. They don't look crisp defensively, and that goes into my third and final point. It's just that that lack of an off-season sleeper or the quick turnaround. I think we're starting to see it now um, with the legs, and I mean. When LeBron has to do a better job of being aggressive, Kyle Kuzma cannot come out and be um, the most aggressive player on the court. The, The leader has to take the lead and the players have to follow. Now, I'm so happy with Kuzma's effort and he looks amazing. And I'm proud of that. And I think it's going to work wonders when AD does get back.
0: De- Devin, LeBron I'm going to Devin, do a better- I'm gonna get to some of your points here. we got to go to breaker. I appreciate you calling in, all right? Um, 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show. Just a reminder, Sedano, LZ, and Cap are giving away cash. To register, text the word MISSION to 40705. Then listen weekdays at 430 for your name to be announced. If you call back within 20 minutes, you win. Lakers uh, Lakers lose. Ninety six to ninety four. When we come back, we'll hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. I'll take more of your guys' phone calls. And I wanna I wanna hit on a couple things that Devin mentioned right there. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Pete's out Lakers postgame show on seven ten ESPN.
3: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here is LeBron down the middle all the way. Power to the rim. Blocked by bio A spectacular block by Bam. Got LeBron from behind. Here's Iguodala. Timeout Miami. Timeout. Block of the night from Bam
0: Adebayo, and Miami will have the ball when we come back. Heat 89, Lakers 81. Heat win 96-94 to 94 over the Lakers. You heard John Ireland right there. Uh, that is the defensive play of the game, which is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need. At the best price, visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts just savings. Looking at things from a defensive perspective, I mean, not a lot of points. 96-94, I'm sure that plays to Miami's advantage. We obviously got to uh, see this a lot in the NBA Finals in the Orlando bubble, um, and also defensively for the Lakers. Eight steals to five advantage Miami, six blocks to three advantage Lakers. So Lakers actually won that. I thought you know Devin brought up a good point. Last caller that we had, if you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. But Devin brought up a good point, talking about how he feels like the Lakers are starting to kind of, that that wear and tear from last season, is starting to have some type of an effect on this season. And we're talking, obviously, about LeBron, and Anthony Davis is out. Um, Of course, there's a number of other players that were on last year's roster. I will say that we are can't wait for the all-star game or the all-star break not the game the break because i think the the lakers are in you know incredible need of having some type of a break um this is what the lakers got left they got the washington wizards the utah jazz portland golden state phoenix and sacramento so you got six games left um six games left before the break Four of those games are against teams that are in the thick of the playoffs, and then of course Washington and Sacramento are not. But if you don't have Dennis Schroeder and Anthony Davis, any team can beat you. And of course, if you don't have Anthony Davis, um, you know you're missing the best two way player in the league. Uh, things can change uh, incredibly rapidly. You got obviously a lot of your other players got to step up, but without Dennis Schroeder, this changes everything. And what we do know about Schroeder is he'll be out at least against Washington and at Utah. So certainly changes the scope in the uh, in the short term. Hector in Beverly Hills. Hector, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Lakers Lakers postgame show. Go ahead.
1: Uh, thanks for taking my call. You got it, man. The Lakers are shorthanded, and uh, they need to ask players to do a little bit more. Why is Kuzma only playing 35 minutes when he's the most aggressive out there? He should be playing 40. Why is uh, Morris playing 17 minutes when he was pretty much useless on both ends of the floor. Those, he should have been playing 10 minutes, and Harrell should have been playing 30 minutes instead of 24. Vogel needs to, do a better, better, uh, he needs to use his players better, distribute the minutes a little bit better. I don't understand. These young guys need to be playing 35, 40 minutes. Matthews finally had a decent game. What did he play, 30 minutes? He should have been playing 37, 38 minutes. I don't understand what Vogel is doing with the substitution pattern. It's not working.
0: Well, Hector, Hector, well. I'll, I'll tell you what he's doing, and I appreciate you calling in. He's trying to figure it out on the fly. As um, you know, I think as we, as we're all kind of watching these games and listening to these games, the Montrez thing I can't argue with you because I do think Montrez Harrell, um, especially with Anthony Davis out, you feel like he should be getting thirty minutes plus. Uh, but I don't have to explain it to you because we can take a listen to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Uh, here's coach on the Lakers' two-point loss to the Miami Heat.
4: Sir Frank, just to reiterate, I was asking about the the offense, especially in the fourth quarter, uh, one for 13 for three, uh, and, and the defense up at that point seemed like it had uh, evolved from that first quarter.
5: Yeah, you know, I I, I did think that our defense, um, you know, turned up the heat a little bit uh, throughout the three quarters. We knew that the first quarter was was not what we wanted what we're capable of, Um, you know, in the fourth quarter, we held them 15 points, which should be enough to win. But, um, you know, obviously there are five in the paint, paint swarm team, Uh, you have to play extra pass basketball. I thought we generated a lot of good looks in the fourth quarter, just weren't able to knock them down, Um, you know, but there's certainly, uh, I'm sure there's ways we can execute better as well. We'll look at the tape and find ways where we can be better.
4: Frank, you had mentioned wanting to get more looks from three and you certainly did that tonight. Uh, What was the shift there and how much of that was with how Miami was playing?
5: It's a combination, you know, um, like I said, I we've been we've been hesitant, I, I feel, uh, over the last few games from the three point line. So uh, there was an encouragement piece to that. Um, but also, like I said, this team's number one in, in points in the paint. Um, they take that away and they make you beat beat them over the top. And, uh, you know, if you're knocking down shots, you're going to have a great night against this team. But if you're not, it's going to be a long night.
4: And I just wonder what you were looking for in that play uh, where Wes ends up taking the wing three and what the options were there.
5: Yeah, well, we're looking to get Braun open, um, but two guys, went with Braun. West got open, had a good look, uh, wasn't able to knock it down. But, um, you know, that's a that's a shot we'll take.
3: Here I am. Yeah, I'm here, Frank. Uh, the sequence at the end there where LeBron got the steal and found Alex on the wing. What did you make of what was available and, and the look that you guys got to try to force overtime? So, Frank, the final sequence.
5: Yeah, uh, we we knew they were going to try to get it to Butler. Um, he's their best free throw shooter, so you know we uh, we started with somebody on, on the ball, but dropped off to to double team and try to double team deny him. And we're able to force a turnover; it creates a scramble situation. You know, I have to look at the tape to see what what else may have been available, but I thought we got a
6: pretty clean look, a uh, chance to win the game, just didn't fall. Dan, Frank, um, you've said repeatedly that you believe that this team has enough firepower to win with Dennis and Ad down. Do you see teams guarding you in a way, sort of to test that the double teams that are coming at LeBron and trying to force the ball other places? No, I mean I, I
5: think they're uh, they're able to, sh- to shift matchups. Um, you know more than bring extra double teams. I mean, if you if you bring double teams to LeBron, he's the best in the world at at picking that apart and and finding open men. Um, you know, but not having uh, you know Dennis in particular, AD uh, allows that allows them to shift some matchups around.
0: All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. 96-94 Miami over the Lakers. A couple things I want to hit on. Uh, Coach mentioned the defense was solid in the final three quarters. I guess you can say that the Lakers lost the game in the first quarter. You know, we talked about this. When Lakers dig themselves a hole um, the way they have for some of these other teams, um, the good teams – and don't pay attention to Miami's record. They're going to be in the mix. They'll be in the playoffs this upcoming year. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I think, missed 12 games so far this year. That's their best player by far. Um, they gave up 36 points in the first quarter and then played catch-up the rest of the way. But the defense the rest of the way, 23 points in the second quarter, 22 points in the third quarter, 15 points in the fourth quarter. You hold the team below 100 a, a points. You think you're going to win that game. The problem is Miami likes these type of games, so low-scoring low games actually play to the advantage of the Heat. Um, it was nice to see a couple guys start hitting a few threes. The one I'm really specifically talking about is KCP. Shot five threes, hit three of them, had 11 points. And then the final thing Coach mentioned, um, he said that West got a good look. This was a possession I was talking about. Lakers were down by two. Uh, two guys went on to LeBron. This was about 25 seconds left when Lakers inbounded the ball. Um, and he thought, uh, um, you know, West got a good look. I, I, I'm not a fan of that play at all, and I know it wasn't probably designed for that, but you had 25 seconds. You had time. You had time. LeBron, give let LeBron at least touch the ball and make a decision on that possession, especially when you're just down two points uh, you know you know if he tries to get to the basket there's a good chance that they're gonna foul him or the referees will be quicker to blow the whistle so I was not a fan of that that possession and ultimately I don't think it came down to one play but that that play was obviously critical um when we come back more of your phone calls 877 710 ESPN plus we'll hear from KCP stay right here 96.94 Miami over the Lakers uh this is the Pot Lakers post game show on 710 ESPN
3: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Lakers lose 96-94 to to the Miami Heat, 22-9 on the season. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory-direct, high-quality Vista Paint products, a Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers lose the points in the paint battle 52-38, to 38, which is not a big surprise, of course. Uh, Miami's got some size with Anthony Davis out. They took advantage of it. Uh, Bam Adebayo, I mentioned a little bit earlier in the postgame show, ended up with 16 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. Um, Duncan Robinson had 10 rebounds. Jimmy Butler had eight rebounds. He he had a few guys obviously crashing the glass for the, uh, uh, for the Miami heat. Um, let me grab a couple quick phone calls here before we go to KCP. Uh, Camille in Hawthorne, appreciate you tuning in. You're on the pizza at Lakers postgame show. Go ahead.
2: Okay. So, you know, I can appreciate Kyle Coos with 17 to 20 points, but no rebounds, no assists, no steals, no block shots. And and he's supposed to be playing the center, you know. I'm 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 not I'm not happy with that at all. That's that's too empty right there.
0: What's up with that? Well, I, listen, I I'll, I'll tell you, and I appreciate you calling in. I'll, I'll tell you that his 23 points, eight of 29 from the field, hit four threes for the Lakers. They needed every single one of those points, and I got to be honest, I I think Kuzma was one of the highlights tonight. Um, would you have liked to have seen him grab 12 rebounds? That'd have been great. Maybe a block shot or two. That would have been nice. But there are plenty other nights that I could talk about Kuz. I don't know if tonight's the one. Um, you know, I, I think there's other players that got to step up. I think there were, you know, that first quarter alone for the Lakers, they gave up 36 points. I kind of dug themselves a hole. Um, I know there are times we we want to highlight Kuzma, whether he did something good or he did something that you didn't feel, you know, helped the team. I, I don't think tonight's the night for Kuz, in my opinion. George on the, or or Jorge on the 101 freeway. I appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, bud.
1: Uh, Good evening. Uh, I didn't watch the game tonight because I'm on the way back to watch it, but I wanted to talk about the season, what's going on wrong. I think the biggest mistake this year we had is Mark Gasol. I love the guy as a person, but he's the wrong fit. If you notice, every time he starts, we fall apart in the first quarter and we start to dig ourselves out. He slows the game a lot, and he used to be a good shooter in the past. He's not shooting well. He doesn't rebound. When they pass him the ball, he try always to pass it because he lacks the confidence to shoot. When we lost the chemistry in the two guys in the middle that gave us advantage in JaVale and White, we didn't replace with a good replacement. Uh, Mark Gasol shouldn't start at all. It should be Kuzma. Kuzma is playing good this season. It is KCP this year year fell apart. And the other guy, uh, Vogel, should give more time to uh, T.H.T. Horton because when he started the season, he was shooting the lights out and then he started to slow down. Vogel, for some reason, when someone is hot, he takes him out of the game and when someone is cold like KCP, he keeps him forever. Jorge,
0: thank you you for calling in. Appreciate you calling in. A lot of thoughts there. A lot of thoughts there. I will say this. I'll kind of sum it up in my opinion. Um, I'm not here to overreact tonight. I'm not here. Lakers have the second-best record in the NBA. Anthony Davis hasn't played in seven games. Dennis Schroeder missed the last two. Um, The boys fought tonight. Tonight was not a game that you actually expected them. Miami should have won this game by 10 or 12 points, the way they started the game, the way you just felt like they had all the momentum. Um and I thought the Lakers hung around. They fought, obviously did everything they can. They fell uh, just short, 96-94. to 94. Uh, KCP tonight ended up with three threes on the night, three of five. Actually very, very nice to see KCP hit a couple shots. Hopefully that gets his confidence going. Here's KCP on the Lakers' loss.
4: Hey, Contavious, you managed to hit the 1-3 uh, in the fourth quarter, and it just seemed like the ball wasn't going in. Uh, have you have you seen anything collectively over these last couple uh, games or a couple weeks for the team from a shooting standpoint, and how did that uh, correlate us tonight in the fourth quarter?
7: Uh, I mean, down the stretch, I feel like we just uh, not being patient enough. Uh, we trying to force a lot of things, even uh, jumpers at that uh, to just try to uh, either get even or get in the uh, in the lead. You know, um, I feel like we're not really just towards the end of the game we're not playing blakers basketball like we normally do
4: how have you felt just individually from a fatigue standpoint mentally physically after the whole season and the you know the pandemic and the bubble and how, how do you feel at this point
7: uh i mean i feel great you know uh a little fatigue here and there but you know it's all about just uh just managing my body you know uh being being prepared to get my treatment you know making sure i stay ready but you know uh just this way the season going and the way it went last year. You no, know, it's, it's a lot. Uh, it's all about just managing the body.
6: Dan. What's it going to take for you guys, uh, to manage this stretch without AD and, and Dennis to kind of it without keep starters.
7: Uh, this is the next man up mentality. You know, we, we care. We had that last year and we gotta, uh, we gotta pick it up this year. You know, uh, them two uh, guys, Ad and Dennis, you know, is big key to our offense, you know, and to this organization. So uh, I mean, you got to be the next man up, man. We can't we can't let that slack let slack off. Uh, I feel like the last couple of games that's that's been happening, uh, putting a lot on Bron, Uh We already know what we're gonna get out of him. Uh, so all the rest of us, you know, we got to continue to just just play hard and just play basketball, and not worry about anything else. Dave.
3: Can, can Tavis, uh you mentioned that you guys are putting a lot on, on LeBron. Is that, um, can that be explained of how you look at the way that Wes reacted to missing that three and Alex that it's not just wanting to do it for yourself to make the shot, but you feel like maybe you're letting LeBron down, letting the team down um, if you miss shots and those opportunities.
7: I feel like that's, that's every shooter. Now that's even if I would have missed a shot, I would have felt the same way uh, as Wes. Uh, and AC felt, um, but, you know, it's not, we, we don't feel that way, you know, but it just, we try to help him out j- as much as possible, you know, and we want to, uh, we want to do it as, as, as I would say, as, as, as perfect, as possible as, as we can uh, to try to help him out. You know, we, we try not to make too much mistakes uh, when we're on the floor with him or even running to play with him, you know, just to give, you know, him some, you uh, so some help, you know, uh, you know, we we, we do ask uh, Bron for a lot. You know, he give us a lot each and every game. I know it is up to us as far as like role players uh, and next man up mentality. We just got to be ready and locked in.
6: Last two, uh, Kyle. Hey, KCP. Um, when, when you look at Thursday's game, Brooklyn gets up by a huge lead and they kind of run away with it today. The Miami's up by 15 points. You guys are able to kind of claw back, get the lead at one point, and, and almost
7: win the game. What changed about your mental approach between those two days? Uh, just our mindset as far as, like, we don't, you know, we don't lose two in a row. You know, we you know we always carried carried that last year. You know, it's the same thing this year. Uh, you know, we wanted to come out with great energy. I know we, we came out flat. Uh, in the game against Brooklyn, uh, but we wanted to just come out strong. I mean, I feel like we we came out flat tonight as well. It's always like usually the first quarter, and then we playing catch up from there. Uh, I feel like that's one thing we got to change. You know our energy to start the game uh, and our effort. Yovan.
3: Hey, KCP, um, with the loss tonight, you guys dropped to the three seed. I'm curious at this point in the season, is there any concern over seeding and, and how important is seeding, you know, I guess 30 games
5: in? Uh,
7: you know, I feel like, you know, we don't look at it. You know, we know we want to be number one in the West. You know, uh, we are, uh, you know, defending champs. You know, we, we that's our mindset and our, our motivation. You know, we still want to be number one in the West, but, you know, for us, you know, we just about winning. Uh, No matter what seed we are, uh, we just want to win, you know, make the playoffs postseason uh, and just be ready for, you know, to defend the title.
6: Kenny, we have
5: one follow-up from uh, Dan Wyke.
7: Hey, KCB.
6: Um, Real quick, you you said a couple times about, you know, you guys ask a lot to do a a lot from LeBron. With AD, obviously, that ask goes up. Um, How concerning is that just kind of knowing that you're going to need him to be as fresh as possible this season? Uh yeah, we
7: we we know uh A D is one of you know our our second superstar. You know, we know we need uh his his play, his motivation, you know just him being out there, you know is is, is a is a lot, you know, means a lot to the like the players and stuff. Uh but you know that take a lot of slack off Bron when A D is in. You know, uh now you gotta pay attention to him or uh uh LeBron or AD. You know, and then that opens up for the role players, you know, uh but when one of them guys is out, you know, uh, it's uh you know we as a role player we gotta step up. You know, we gotta be ready, you know, to shoot the ball, you know, including myself. You know, I've been struggling a little bit with that. Um uh, you gotta be ready to shoot, make plays, you know, and just play simple basketball when when we when we are helping them guys out. All
0: right, that's uh KCP right there. Hit three threes for the Lakers tonight. Uh did what he can, but not enough for the Lake Show. 96-94, to the final Miami over the Los Angeles Lakers. When we come back, we'll get a chance to hear from LeBron James. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Lakers lose 96-94 to to the Miami Heat. By the way, just a reminder here, coming up this Monday, it will be Lakers and the Washington Wizards. So Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, they're in a battle right now against the Portland Trailblazers, uh, actually a close game Uh, That is a tip-off at 7 o'clock, so we'll have our pregame show starting at 5.30. LeBron tonight, um, you know, I'm sure everybody's curious to get uh, LeBron's thoughts on uh, on tonight's game. LBJ ended up with 19 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds, did everything he can. Did struggle from the field, so let's not... uh, Let's not, um, um, let's make sure to obviously point that out. 7 to 21 from the field, 1 of 8 from the three point, nine, uh, three point line. Let's get LBJ's thoughts on this Lakers two point loss to the Miami Heat.
4: LeBron, what stood out the most to you in, in the fourth quarter, especially uh, just with shots not falling and uh, the way that you guys were generating looks against Miami's D?
8: Uh, we got some great looks and they didn't fall. You just said it. Um, I think defensively we were very good, very in tune, connected. Um, shots just weren't falling in the fourth.
4: Alex took us through that last sequence. Just wondered what you saw uh, from the inbounds pass and how you were playing Jimmy up to the point where you made that decision once Miami uh, helped over on you.
8: Um, I felt like they were going to try to seal me over the top. I was able to get a hand on the ball. Uh, AC brought it up to me. Um, DHO to me, Jimmy and Oldenick, uh doubled me. I went to AC and we missed a shot.
6: Dave?
3: What's this time period like? Do you think for your t- teammates in terms of the, uh, the the pressure they may feel to try to take on more, considering there's no AD and there's no shooter. At the same time, you know, Kenny and uh, Alex both mentioned like they want to take some load off your shoulders. Uh, they know that you're capable of carrying a lot, but they want to be doing their part. Um, what's that like for your your team to go through that kind of um,
8: emotion or, or or balance right now uh, they are they are doing their part they're, their part they're doing their part and more um, And every time we're on the floor we're all trying to protect each other and uh, bring each other up You not know, on the floor every single night you know it doesn't matter if you're making shots or not you know we are going to hold each other accountable um, and everybody's just picking up an 80s absence and obviously it hasn't been um, you know in wins last two games but you know we're going to keep on working on uh, this and continue to be great for one another.
6: Dan? On the, the, the shooting over the last
8: 10 games or so, even three injuries,
6: is, is, is really tailed off. Is there any reason for that or anything that you've seen or is this just sort of over the course of the season there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows?
8: Um, I don't think there's any reason for that. Um, You know, I think our our guys do a great job of being in the gym. We all put in the work. And, uh, you know, so it's not bad. I mean, if it was that we weren't putting in work then, you know, that would be the reason for it. or I could say that's a, a cause of it. So. You know, all the averages are even itself out and we had lapses last year. At one point we had it during the playoffs as well. And we just, you know, we knew we would, we would find our rhythm and we'd do the same this year. Uh, Kyle. Hey LeBron, when,
6: when AC was talking about that last play, he kind of said, you know, I expected a, my defender to kind of follow off to me and they would guard LeBron one-on-one um, you know, per, is it, is it perhaps, Um, just more of a consequence that AD is not on the floor, that teams are more willing to double you. And do you see other guys on the floor with you kind of adjusting to that new reality?
8: No, I mean, um, my intentions when I came off that DHO was to let it go. You know, if they, if they would have guarded me one-on-one and Jimmy would have stayed back or or older Nick didn't fight over the screen. But, you know, for me, you know, when you, you, you grab two on the ball and we had a great look to tie the game to send him to overtime, AC had that um I think the only you know bad thing about it is that he shot a long two you know I wish he would have shot a three and you know and make her miss I live with that so uh but other than that you know he it was a good it was a good look uh Melissa last question Melissa
6: hey LeBron um throughout your career you've been sort of a master at tweaking your game giving each respective team that you played on what it needs whether it's more ball handling, more shooting, more defense, whatever the case may be. What goes into being such a master at tweaking your game and how are you so effective at that?
8: Um, Just, uh, you know, staying open-minded about, you know, whatever my teammates need, whatever the coaching staff need, whatever the personnel that I'm playing with needs at that particular time. And, uh, you know, always just having a, a, you know, you know, always having a growth mindset i think that's for for my game and uh not settling um, not settling on what i am or who i am at that point in time being able to be able to adjust to my teammates be able to adjust to the, to, the, to the i guess the you know the coaching staff and assistant that we want to play at that point in time so um i think that's what it all boils down to and uh you know right now is another uh, another challenge for me to be able to adjust you know not having ad uh, for a long period of time is something that we haven't had um, over the last year and a half and now it's time for me to adjust again and, and see ways i can be even more effective to help this team win ball games because that's that's that is the the sport that we're in we're in the winning business and uh and i've always been a winner so um it's time to, to uh click into that
0: couple things i do want to point out here real quick so you know it, you kind of look at this team just or look at this specific game put a bow on it um Lakers had a shot. Obviously, Alex Caruso missed that final possession, and and you saw LeBron James mention it. Lakers had, um, I thought at times, I didn't think it was going to come down to a final possession. I thought they fought for all all 48 minutes. They're definitely uh, out or undermanned right now without having Dennis Schroeder and without having, uh, of course, um, Anthony Davis. But the one thing that I do pay attention to is... You got this chance over these next six games, which are going to be tough. By no means is this going to be an easy stretch uh, for the Lakers. I thought there was an interesting story that came out today. And for I got so many Laker fans that hit me on a you know a consistent basis, and they're talking about the center position, and they're talking about um, – we'll use Marcus Gasol as an example here, or a backup center. Uh, Sham Sharania from The Athletic a little bit earlier today tweeted – the Houston Rockets and center DeMarcus Cousins are planning to part ways in coming days, sources tell The Athletic in the stadium. Houston wants to go smaller, younger in the front court with Christian Wood. Um, he also uh, put out that Cousins, just as far as his numbers go, average about 9.5 points and 7.5 rebounds in 25 games. Michael and I kind of hit on this a little bit in the pregame show. That's going to be very interesting to, to um, just to see what happens to DeMarcus Cousins. Where does he land? Uh, which team would he end up with? Would he come to a team like the Lakers? Would he go to a team like the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, I'm sure he's got great relationships and he wants to be on a contender, try to win an NBA championship. He will get his guaranteed money. So it it looks like it's a a good purpose for both the Rockets and a good purpose for DeMarcus Cousins. Um, This is what's going to make the NBA interesting. There are a lot of teams trying to uh, chase the Lakers and If you want to put the Utah Jazz in there, the Clippers, that's the top three teams in the Western Conference. They're trying to chase Brooklyn and Philly. So they might go out and make a move that can put them in that same conversation. And maybe the rich get richer. Maybe that's not the case. But whatever it is, I think the DeMarcus Cousins one will be an interesting story to follow. And we've already talked about Blake Griffin. We've already talked about Andre Drummond. So there are a number of players that could be available. And a few of those guys are obviously big men that could potentially change kind of the scope here. Of, uh, of the landscape of the NBA. 96-94, to 94, Lakers lose to the Heat by two. Uh, this coming Monday, Lakers will take on the Washington Wizards pregame coverage. Uh, just to, as a reminder, we'll start at 5.30. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. So as always, we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been the Pizza Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.